0: You're listening to Be You, Jackie Moore. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today we are wrapping up our study of the fruit of the spirit. And I am so excited about it. It's crazy to think that... We have been almost three weeks breaking down the nine different um, elements we see in the fruit of the Spirit. I guess maybe if you're in mine and Brandon's small group listening to this, it may actually not surprise you that it's taken me almost three weeks to break down nine different elements since we started going through John in the small group that we lead. We started going through the book of John and we made it to chapter three and we started it last Christmas. So we took the summer off, granted, but we just we kind of move slowly through the Bible. But I think that's okay, right? You want to soak it in, like you wanna you wanna sit. In our microwave popcorn culture, social media culture, you only get one hundred and forty characters, and then your mind stimulated all over again. Um, I think that it's good to just sit and listen to the Lord and kind of stay in something for a while to see what He is fully going to teach you there. Um, I had a friend actually, Tate, text me, which Tate, I actually don't think I text you back if you're listening, so sorry about that, I'll text you back, but um, she emailed me or or texted me and said that another like pastor, she listens to his sermons often and he started going through the fruit of the spirit also. And she was just talking about how cool that was and how God's timing is perfect. And I loved it because it is so true. Like the Lord is so good to orchestrate everything in our lives, to teach us what he, he wants us to learn. And he gives us the opportunity to really learn things, right? To really sit in them. We just have to have our eyes open to it. So Proud of you, Tate. Shout out to you for having your eyes open to what the Lord is trying to teach you. Um, So we'll go ahead and jump in to Galatians 5. I'm going to read verses 24 through 26. So this is the very end. Verse 22 and 23 are what outline the fruit of the spirits, where it talks about love, joy, peace, all the ones we've been over. And then it wraps up the whole chapter by saying in verse 24, Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another, or envying one another. So if we go, I'm just going to break down these three verses. So if we go back to four, Now those who belong to Christ Jesus, So who belongs to Christ Jesus? Christians, we do. Anyone who has given their life to Jesus, repented of their sins, put their faith and trust, the Bible says repent and believe. So anyone who has repented and believed, then they are followers of Christ, followers of the way, if you want to go old school in Acts. But those are the people referring to here that belong to Christ Jesus. So there has to be some kind of point, right, where we give ourselves to Jesus. These people have crucified the flesh. So crucified, right? This is the same death that Jesus died. And then the flesh, the flesh, if you're not super familiar with the Bible, or maybe you've heard the Bible talk about the flesh before or fleshly things, and you're always kind of confused about that. The flesh basically is referring to like our earthly desires our the sinfulness that is in us. The fact basically that we are human, right? We're made humans are made of flesh. And we are also sinners. We are also people who at our core, I talked about this in other podcasts, but at our core, we are not good. We are not God. Only God is good. And so when it talks about the flesh here, it's talking about um, those, those earthly desires, those earthly passions. And so we are, to move on through verse 24, we have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Now, if you want, go back and read in chapter 5 earlier, verses 19 through 21, talk about all different kinds of of fleshly desires. Included in this is like immorality, jealousy, idolatry, envying, outburst of anger. There's, There's a lot in there. But this verse 24 is referring back to those deeds of the flesh that were listed out. So since we belong to Christ Jesus, we've crucified all of those things or we've put to death these desires. Now, this doesn't mean that um, if we one day become jealous that we are no longer Christ, we are no longer in Christ. It just means that we're still going through that sanctification process, right? But by God's grace, we... As we grow in Christ, we have less bouts of jealousy. We have less outbursts of anger because, remember, sanctification means to grow to look more like Christ, which is who we were created to be, was to be like Christ, to to look like him. And so that's what verse 24 is talking about. And then verse 25 and 6 kind of takes it a step further and tells us how we can do this. So twenty five says, if we live by the spirit, let us also walk by the spirit. Now, when I first read this, I thought, okay, if we're living by the spirit, like living beside, kind of I read it like that. If we live beside the spirit, let us also walk by the spirit. Well, yeah, of course, if you live beside someone, you might walk by him. But I don't think that's what this verse is saying. I think what this verse means when it says, if we live by the spirit. I think it means like if we live because of the spirit, if we are made alive because of Jesus and because we have the spirit living in us, right? So if we are alive because of the spirit, then we should walk by the spirit. So another way to rephrase this is if the spirit is the one who gives us life, then let's walk in that. Let's actually listen to the Spirit and do the things the Spirit would have us do and and grow those fruits. Because if true life, if abundant life is found in Jesus, which the Bible says it is, then wouldn't we want to live and walk in that way? So even though the first few times maybe we really start asking the Holy Spirit to grow our patience or to grow our self control or grow our faithfulness, it may be hard and it may feel like we are going through maybe the opposite of living life to the fullest. But when things are hard, that means sometimes that we're actually doing something, right? Whenever we're if things are easy, then Are we actually doing anything sometimes, right? That can be one way to look at it. So if we move on with in mind verse 24 and 25, which said we belong to Christ, we have crucified our passions and desires. Therefore, because we've been made alive with the spirit, we're going to walk in the spirit. Then we should not do these things. These are the few things that verse 26 ends with. Let us not become boastful challenging one another, envying one another. Okay, so like I said earlier in the chapter, there were a lot of different deeds of the flesh or evil deeds that were listed, but these three, for whatever reason, were repeated again. So I think it's important to make note of that, right? To not become boastful. When we're boastful, when we're prideful, when we are arrogant, when we're boasting in ourselves, um, we're not typically being gentle, or right? We're not typically being kind. We're not typically able to have patience whenever we're boasting in ourselves, right? And, and we're kind of full of ourselves, Challenging one another. Now, I don't think that this means we can't build each other up and encourage each other and, you know, edify each other. I think this, this challenging here basically means having to have the last say, In the argument, like if it's coupled with boastful, challenging one another, like, you know, that person that always has to have the last say, you know, when you're that person right? I think that we could all think of someone outside of ourselves that we would classify as that person, but I think that we could all find ourselves in a situation where we are that person as well, where we're just challenging. We just have a prideful, challenging spirit, and we are just not going to take no for an answer. We're not going to say that we're wrong, even if we are. We are just not backing down. Well, that's not what we're to do, according to the Bible. That's not living in the Spirit. And so in moments where the Holy Spirit shows you, hey, you're living in this way, then it may be time to to be humble and be like Jesus, right? This is something that I've really tried to grow in um, recently is when I, I catch myself acting in these fleshly desires and I confess it to the Lord, I'll go back to the person that I sinned against and I'll say, hey, this is what was going on. I was just being prideful here. I was focused on myself. I'm really sorry. Will you forgive me? Now, I don't do this every time, but I'm trying to grow in this. And then the very last thing that is mentioned is envying one another. And I think you, you know, the saying you save the best for last. This is, this is not the best, but it's definitely the one that for me Gosh, it can be so hard to envy, or it can be so hard to not envy, right? To not be jealous. But it's so important to not be jealous because when we are jealous, it is like impossible to love the other person, to have joy, to have peace, to be gentle, to be self controlled. I mean, if you think about it, if I'm looking on Instagram at someone's life their perfect life with their perfect family that they've put out there for us to see perfectly right and I start to get jealous of them and how they look and their life and the clothes well I'm not going to love them because I'm I'm comparing myself to them I'm not going to find joy in my own circumstances and and I'm not going to find joy in Jesus because in my mind they are the only ones that are happy they have joy not me because their life is perfect. I'm not going to have peace in my spirit. I'm going to feel anxious because I'm going to feel like I'm missing out and I need them. Um, I'm probably not going to be very kind to either them or the people around me who, you know, from my perspective have maybe not enabled me to live that other person's life who I'm being jealous of. Um, You could go on and on through each of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, and see how when we do these things, when we're boastful, when we are jealous, when we are challenging one another, we're always having to be right. It's really like the two cannot coexist. You can't be joyful in your salvation when You're upset and whining about the fact that you don't have someone else's life. They can't coexist, right? So we want to kill that jealousy. We want to crucify that desire and that passion so that we can walk in the spirit. And when we're walking in the spirit, which is who is living inside us and has actually made us alive, then we are being who we were created to be.